What's up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 188 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. This episode 188, it is a very, very exciting one for many, many reasons. I will not tease you as to why I'm very excited here as you're listening to this episode. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. So, the last couple episodes, I have been talking a little bit more about what I do in the daytime, which is still a ton of spinning thoughts stuff, right? I do spinning thoughts stuff morning, day, and night, and I do it because I love it, and I love you, and I love the music community and all the goddamn awesome bands that we all get to enjoy every single day. But during the day, I actually do have a job that gives me a paycheck, which, you know, is nice. If Spinning Thoughts could hook it up with a paycheck, I'd be all about it. Meanwhile, here I am, in charge of Spinning Thoughts, (laughs) wishing that Spinning Thoughts could give me money or a raise or some sort of income. But you know what? We've never had that in the three years that Spinning Thoughts has been a thing. And we're doing okay. And I don't know, I don't know how, but we are. And it's probably, if not definitely, because of all the support that we do receive. So during the daytime, I do work at a university in Pittsburgh, where I am from, born and raised. And I I guess you could say I I help with the success of students, right? And I love it. I do. I love what I do. I also teach a little bit too, if you could even fucking believe that. If any of my students are listening right now, you should tell me that you were listening and maybe I will give you some bonus points. So during the day, I work at a university and at this university, they have this really, really nice, like brand new recording studio. It's used for uh, students in the like broadcasting fields and majors. There's some pretty sick equipment, you know, for like uh, news broadcast and all kinds of stuff. But where I am right now is in a really like I am undeserving of the space that I am in. I'm staring at it as I'm speaking. I actually posted a picture of the studio. There's going to be more to come in terms of uh, giving you a little bit of a visual of where I am now when you hear my voice, my very, very spinning thoughts-esque voice. So I'll share more photos with you, but I am in this uh, Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University, and I say it with pride, uh, the university has been very kind to me in a lot of ways, but today they were really fucking kind because they have approved me to take space In this space, which is, again, really, really, really nice. For the foreseeable future, they must, they've never listened to Spinning Thoughts. They must not have. Or else maybe they wouldn't have approved it, but they did. And it's in writing, and I'm going to ride into the sunset with it. So I'm really excited. Before all these episodes, they have been really 
taped in my home studio slash office, which is, you know, considering I built it myself and it's taken me years to save up money to get every bit of equipment that I need. It works. It's nice. But it's always cool to get a change of scenery. And I am a big fan of college campuses. It's why I work at one, because I do believe that there's a lot of progressive thought. There's a lot of forward thinking. There's a lot of really young, fresh minds that, you know, usually, ultimately, hopefully, want to make a nice big difference in the world. And if I can help anybody accomplish that kind of goal, well, fuck, I'm going to do it. So here I am right now. In this legitimate studio, it is the first time that Spinning Thoughts in three years, 188 episodes in, that I can actually say we're in a legitimate studio. Now, there's even more reason to be excited about this because this studio has video cameras. And I I say that with a plural ending because there's a lot of them. And if you ever watch Adobe Radio, if you ever listen or watch Adobe Radio, which Shout out to the Adobe fam. We've been on their network for two years, and you should certainly check out all the amazing personalities and music and shows that are on there. But you may actually uh, see Fish very often going and doing his podcasts and then taping them with video alongside. And that's kind of where podcasts are and where they're going, and I certainly want to jump on that bandwagon. I couldn't before because my bandwagon didn't have any cameras But this fucking limo of a bandwagon, it has a lot of cameras. So here's something I just want to tell you all. Number one, thank you for your support over the last couple of years. And if you have been a longtime supporter, if you're a new listener, that doesn't matter. That's awesome. Thanks for being here. You're about to experience some really, really cool, new, engaging, colorful content, all free and all music because... I have upgraded the digs, and I'm really excited about it. I just spent a lot of time talking about this, so hopefully you're excited as well. There's going to be more information coming about what we're going to do here in this studio. We can take incoming phone calls now live. I mean, there's just, it's gonna, it's really, we're about to shake this shit up. So get ready. If you do not follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, you really should. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio, and those episodes become available for all of you to listen to whenever you want on the following Monday. So here in episode 188, we've got a lot to cover, so we have got to get going to it now. We're going to listen to new music from bands Calm Grove and Tiny Human, both bands obviously I'm a fan of, and I'm very excited to share some of their new music with you here today. Also, both of these bands are preparing for more uh, collective style releases, meaning more than singles, and I'm really excited. So we're going to give you a taste of what they've got brewing in the pot so you could be super elated alongside with me. And then we're going to hear a very exclusive, and I like to say very exclusive because, well, fuck, it is. It's ours. It's Spinning Thoughts exclusive interview with the very talented... Lock it. And this band may sound familiar to you because they just recently released a very good, very good new album titled All Out. We're going to hear from them. Dan Boyer, our Canadian contributor, talked to them recently, and I'm excited to share 
that conversation with you. Now, just to tease you a little bit here, because that's what we do here in the podcasting industry, right? We do a little bit of teasing. We, we hear a lot from Dan in the conversations that he has with a lot of really amazing bands that travel through uh, the many, the varying areas of Canada that Dan seems to just travel everywhere to. So Dan recently attended Blackout Fest up his way in Canada. And wow, wow, what a lineup, what a bill. Dan got to talk to a lot of these bands. I'm going to just let you know who these bands are. We are dropping these interviews throughout the next couple weeks. We have got a shit ton of content for you with some really, really good conversations with bands that you may already love. And if you don't already love them, I would put some money on it. And we have already established I don't have a lot of that. I would put some money on that you will dig them after some of these episodes. So in future episodes, very similar to this, we're going to hear from Plans. Boys of Fall, big fan. Young Culture, huge fan. Romancer, they've been on the show a ton of times. They're always welcome back. We've got Locket today and then Let Down. Last week, we talked to Calling All Captains. So if you're into free music content, if you like podcasts, if you want to stick it to the man, to the woman, then you know what? The best way to do that is via Spinning Thoughts. Let's dive into some of this new music here. Let's kick it off with Calm Grove. Their latest single is out now, and it's titled Sound Asleep. I want to be sound asleep Like all the times before Breathe me like
So you just finished listening to the brand new single, Sound Asleep, from Calm Grove. If you enjoyed that track, and I really, really hope that you did, then I've got some really awesome news for you. Calm Grove is due to release their debut EP, Light on Your End, November the 15th. And according to the press release that I received, the SoCal outfit delivers an urgent and accessible brand of contemporary punk-laced alternative rock, balancing honest lyricism, catchy hooks, and driving guitars. So, sound asleep. The single's out now. You can jam the shit out of it. And then before you know it, November 15 will be here and you can get your hands on Light on Your End, the debut EP from Calm Grove. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We are not letting the foot off of the gas pedal when it comes to jamming the hell out to some really awesome new music. Our friends in Tiny Human, we've been in contact a lot lately. We featured this new single we're about to hear, Growing On Me, last week in some of our New Music Friday content when it released last week. And I'm very thrilled to share the song with you all here today. I just got to say, if you missed hearing this song then that means that you're not paying attention to us on social media. And shame, shame on you. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. And make sure you check out our website, thespinningthoughts.com. So this song, it just released last week at the time of this taping. Our friends in Tiny Human and their new single, Growing On Me.
So you just finished listening to the brand new single Growing On Me from Tiny Human. Now, I hope you all know I do try my best when I interact with these bands to try to get as much dirt as I possibly can. Try to give you something to look forward to, something to be excited about when it comes to these bands and potential new music. I don't always have great results, but the effort's there, and that has got to count for something. Now, Tiny Human, they did tell me in a Twitter DM, they didn't tell me I couldn't say this, so fuck it, I'm going to, but they told me in a Twitter DM that they are working on writing new music for a new album. I'm really excited about it. That's all I've got. I'll keep my ears open and I'll keep bugging Tiny Human until they tell me more. But they're not going to leave us with that cryptic ending. They do have some really cool things coming right around the corner. Next Friday, November the 15th, they will be on the airwaves, not the Adobe airwaves, but on Philly's largest alt-rock station, iHeartRadio 104.5. They're going to be performing Growing On Me, the song we just heard, a cover and they're going to be interviewed. That's November the 15th, Philly's largest alt-rock station, iHeartRadio 104.5. Before we get to the exclusive interview that Dan Boyer recently had with Locket, a very, very, very talented band, I'm going to just show you, I'm going to make you hear just how talented this band is by forcing you to listen to a song of theirs. I know I am just such an asshole. This is one of my favorite tracks off their new album, All Out. It just released on October the 25th via Fearless Records. It is the opening track, and it is called Out of Sight. I'd suspend all of my waves from crashing Hoping that maybe only then the water be still
So you just finished listening to Out of Sight from Lockett. It's off their brand new album titled All Out, and it released October 25th via Fearless Records. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Without any more teasing or further adieus or whatever the fuck else, I am very, very happy to share with you right now Dan's conversation with the wonderful Locket. Hello, hello, Dan Boyer, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts. And I am here with Brad and JJ from Locket. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. Just getting ready for tour. <laughs> one week to tour to day one, yeah. We are sitting in Lockett's new van, new to Lockett. New to Lockett, yeah, it's not a new van, <laughs> but first time I'm seeing it. First time both of us are seeing it, yeah. So. I don't know, it looks pretty good. It looks like it's going to hold up um, for you guys as you embark um, on your tour with The Dangerous Summer. Um, so uh, Lockett, uh, as many will know, used to be... Um, called safe to say and then safe to say took a little bit of a hiatus and then um with some minor tweaks i think you can clarify um locket returned so um just talk to me about um how that process unfolded um what were the motivations behind um bringing bringing back safe to say as Lockett. I think it just felt like if we're going to come back, we got to do things a little differently. And the vibe, like, I don't know if it was just getting like a little bit older and the vibe kind of changed with us, but it just felt like right to do something new. So I don't know why not just give the whole thing a facelift and rebrand it. And it's, I think it's more exciting to new people to be introduced as like a new band, as opposed to just, Oh, they, you know, this this the band's been like kicking around for mm-hmm. six years or so, right. um, because it makes us like to us it feels like a new exciting thing. You know, it's not just like long dragged out kind of lifeline that's like <laughs> you know having its ups and downs. So I think that was probably the main decision that we came across. Yeah. Right, and there was, if I'm remembering right, there was uh, some kind of member change or something, right? Yeah. Um, Travis, who plays bass for us now is actually our original guitarist that Corey replaced when Corey joined the band. But Travis took time away from music to do the university thing, which is all good. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, so we were having some differences with our previous bass player, and I'm sure he's doing what he wants to be doing now. And Travis was, like, you know, thrilled to, like, get back to music after being away from it for so long. So that was just kind of, like, the natural person to, to go to and ask if he wanted to come back and do it with us. Absolutely. Um, so, um, what are you doing differently now with Locket um, that that you didn't do in the same way um, previously, like with the previous incarnation? I think really, I don't know. I think aside from like trying to be really positive about everything, to not make it like a chore or like a task to do things, being really self-aware of how we're communicating with each other as well as 
having intent kind of behind the decisions, not just like doing something for the sake of doing it, you know, like really stopping to think, is this, you know, is this show worth it to us to do? Or can we like put on something better, you know, if we wait a bit or, you know, is it worth this, worth it to rush this song that we're writing just so it can be on a record? Is it better to save this so it can grow into something better? There's definitely a lot more, like you said, intent now. There's a lot more, you know, we're diving into things head first and like getting things, getting things done ourselves now. Like even though we have an amazing label backing us, who's helping us out every day, I think this is the most self-involved all four of us have been um, in this band ever. We all have our, uh, you know, we we all have something to offer to the band. Uh, like I do the, the the videos. Corey's recording. Corey records our records and mixes them. Travis is like all, over the business stuff. all the business stuff. We all like equally contribute something really valuable to the band. Um, so no, there's not one person pulling the weight. And I don't think we ever had that in the past. There was a lot of uncertainty about a lot of things in the past and kind of just waiting for things to magically happen. And I think after our hi- our hiatus, we learned that you want to get it done right. Just do it yourself, and then hopefully. You know, your team will like they have like fearless has been great. Like, put in just as much time and effort. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, uh, how how's your? Um, you maybe alluded to this a little bit. How is your um, songwriting process informed um, by the new incarnation or like you know um, beginning? beginning again did did a did a new approach um start with that or not so much i wouldn't say it was so much a new approach the biggest thing the biggest benefit to the hiatus was all the time that we had i think with our the last safe to say record was definitely a sophomore rush and we had to rush to get that out for a big summer tour and when i listen to that record although it's great and you know if anyone if that record means a lot to some people that's awesome but when I listen to that record I hear a lot of unfinished and untapped potential um, we didn't quite get to um, put the nail in on that one and I think the hiatus gave us so much time we still wrote and re-recorded the same way which is a lot of it was done in the studio we kind of go into the studio with blank slate. <laughs> bl- yeah. almost a blank slate if not just a couple ideas and then we pre we through pre-production we build the songs and then we kind of go backwards after that and then we go and record the drums and then sometimes guitars and some songs get re-recorded like twice but there was the there was like a month where we were i think we were what we stepped away from the record maybe two months and then next thing you knew it we were in travis's basement tracking vocals because we're just like yeah we could probably change that and we're all here let's just do it here you never tell the difference between that and going to the studio to do it, you know? Just being able to <laughs> walk away, let it sit, come back to it, and then think, okay, does this need to change, or is it just good as is? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's sounding like um, it, you've, with Lockett, you've been able to um, take the time that you needed to take to do things the way that you want to do them, yeah. rather than just you know, releasing something for the sake of releasing something or releasing something because you've got to have some kind of material f- 
for some reason or something to sell or you see that's what i'm i'm yeah. getting at driving at yeah um so um lockett has signed with um fearless records and um just talk a little bit about that process and how that came about and what the experience has been thus far i think we had sent the record to our manager joe uh not like more so just as a friend just like hey we haven't really shown anyone this this is what we've been doing for the last couple years um if you want to shop it around to whoever that's cool if not like just give it a listen kind of thing and uh he showed it well first he asked you know like if i could send it to anyone who and we couldn't really think at the time because we our head wasn't really in that space to be like you know who we want to sign with but fearless was just like the easiest answer because we love their hustle and what they've been doing with bands like grayscale and movements and stuff like that um so we said yeah i got some friends there i'll let you know and then that was kind of it for a month or so and the next thing you knew it, i was playing a like pacific show in california and guy from fearless came out and said hey dude like i love the record and it just kind of snowballed from there i guess which is like a nice surprise because i think we were talking before this interview just kind of saying yeah when we wrote the record it wasn't we didn't really know what we were doing with it <laughs> you know it was kind of just to do it for ourselves there's no real plan to like you know be signed do the label thing again do the touring thing um but i think that was definitely like yeah like we can make this work nice that's that's great and um you know my sense is that as you you said fearless works with um a lot of really great bands um so that's uh, a a really awesome thing really fortunate thing for you guys as locket um gets off gets off the ground so i'm i'm interested to know um how the other projects that members are involved in influence locket's music so brad plays in like like pacific jj plays in heavy hearts um and what kind of uh um dynamic does that bring to locket does it have any influence no like lots of influence no influence what what's the story with that i think for i'll let jj give his piece on heavy hearts but i think for myself the influence with like pacific isn't so much in the songwriting or music but when i wasn't touring with jj and the guys uh i started filling in for like pacific and kind of seeing how they tour and interact with each other and it was so different than what i was used to and in my opinion it's like what it should be you know it's friends first uh kind of like not taking it like so seriously which might be a weird thing to say Mm -hmm. but there's a little bit less stress when you just realize like at the end of the day you know we're just playing shows to like a couple hundred kids and like let's just have fun doing that um so to me kind of like learning how to rework my brain being away from home and touring was i think the biggest influence that that band has had on me over the last couple of years and seeing how they did it yeah and as well as like i'm not to be that guy it's like i'm just the bass player but with them like that's that's all i want you know and they know that like i love that i can just show up and play and i don't have to like make any big decisions or anything like that so it's all the all the behind the scenes stuff that nobody sees like all the all the um business type decisions that go with a band that's at the level that like pacific is at is is what i'm hearing yeah totally it's it's like making sure we're putting much 
effort into planning what we want to, how we want to enjoy our off days together as you are about your set. Like not thinking that way before realizing, yeah, it's, it's important to like realize how you're spending the time with the people that you're stuck in a van with for a month. Right. Like that's, that's totally a takeaway that I've gotten from them. Nice. And what about, um, JJ playing in heavy hearts? Does that have any, um, bearing on your work in locket? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of the the dynamic and everyone's personality, I'm not sure because uh, we're all very different people, those guys in Heavy Arts and in Locket, and I love those guys and I love the guys in Locket. So I don't know if I can compare the, the dynamic of the way the band functions as people, but um, as a drummer um, uh, and j- like jamming with those guys has kind of kept me... I don't know. I, I haven't played in another project that that's had the kind of expansive drumming um, that, like, Locket has. Usually my other projects are, like, punk rock or something like that. But this is kind of, like, um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's been a positive push for me because I'm playing drum parts of that really good drummers friends of mine wrote. Like, Joey drummed on the upcoming Heavy Hearts record, and before him, Davis Maxwell was a drummer, and I I got big shoes to fill, so it's definitely kept me on my feet, um, keeping up with, you know, playing with guys like Riley Jensen, like, who's a wizard, and also, uh, Joey's introduction to the band also opened the doors to the, uh, excuse me, to the, um, kind of electronic side of things, because he came in with his auxiliary percussion and synthesizers and sample pad and stuff like that and he also did that when he was drumming in pine and um i kind of saw that and i went i i wasn't able to wrap my head around it at first but uh just being in a band with that guy definitely opened some doors to the possibilities of what i can bring and contribute and back in june i played with like a half acoustic half electronic setup um Obviously, on this dangerous summer tour, we're we're actually bringing Joey out because uh, we love him so much and we love what he does in Heavy Arts, and he he really wanted to come out on this tour. So you know, how can we say no well to Joey, that? Joey, like on the last two records we've done, like both as Safe to Say and Locket, has been so hands on oh, in yeah. the recording process because um, he used to work with Corey at the studio. Corey uh, runs, so it it's almost just like having like he's basically another band member already you know like he wrote the songs with us he contributed ideas and actually like performed some parts here and there so it yeah it's just kind of like you know you played these on the record why don't you just come play them live kind of thing. yeah it just sound, kind of sounds like another set of eyes and ears yeah, um around what locket is is doing plus the fact that joey's just like strikes me as a very kind of just quality person <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah totally it's he's someone that we all know we can get along with and we'd probably never i don't think i could ever argue with that guy yeah also i could argue with the three of the guys that are in the band probably sooner than i could ever argue with joey so it's good to have like someone like that in the van keeping the peace you know (laughs) that's right that's right so you've got a record coming locket is just about to release a record remind me of the title all out all out which is dropping on october the 25th um so by the time this airs it'll probably have been out for just a little while i would think so um if you haven't go and check out that record um and 
Um, how did the recording process go with that? Like, how long did it take? You were at Cor- Corey, your guitar player, Corey Bergeron plays guitar for Locket and also produces, and that's where um, the record was created, yes? So just, just reflect a little bit on the recording process of um, your new record. Yeah, it was, like, here, I guess, yeah, what did we do? We went to Ottawa, like JJ mentioned earlier, um, to kind of piece the songs together and, like, lay down the foundation of everything and kind of just build them up from there. And I think we spent about a month or just over a month getting the bare bones of the record down. Um, Then we tracked the drums out of Friend's Place uh, just outside of Ottawa, and he has a church that he's converted into his home which is like the dream space for for any musician you know absolutely good acoustics yeah oh absolutely yeah totally and as well as i don't think he owns a tv so it's just like no distractions he lives right on the water like it's an awesome place to be um and then yeah we i think we just spent like some time here and there maybe getting together on a weekend just listening to the songs again thinking you know has anyone changed their mind about this or could we make this part better add a little thing here or there uh i i know i even touched up some vocals in my basement and in Travis's parents' basement, you know, just in like the cold cellar. Like, th- sure, throw up a mic. No one's gonna be able to tell. <laughs> like, Corey will nice. magic. Yeah. So, it was just kind of a lot of, uh, like we said, like intent behind every decision, um, and still making it fun. Like, not working ourselves to death on it. Like, if we need to take a month and walk away because we weren't doing anything, you know, uh, that was like almost a luxury to just, yeah, we'll come back to it in a month and see where we're at. Right. So. Um, and on the day or right around the day that your record drops, um, that's the day that your tour with Dangerous Summer starts, correct? Yeah. It, or uh, right around there? Yeah, it's it'll have, I don't know when this is coming out, but it starts two days before the record comes out and we'll be playing Toronto, uh, like the only Canadian date, the day the record comes out. So that'll be kind of nice to just kind of celebrate amongst the four of us at home, you know? I was going to say that's quite fitting that the day your record yeah. drops, you're at home to play a show. That was uh, good planning on whoever, um, on the part of whoever routed the tour, or maybe it was a coincidence. I don't know, but at the end of the day, it's uh, kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I would, I would, I would think so. Um, so you're heading out with Dangerous Summer, um, and they're quite an established band. They've been um, at it for quite a long time um are there things that locket is hoping to learn um from a band like the dangerous summer when you hit the road to um support them i don't know i feel like you can never really anticipate what you're gonna like pick up whether it's a positive or negative from anyone you'd spend that much time with um but i'm sure just you know like guys being in their 30s like like I'm sure there's a million reasons that you just want to be at home with your loved ones and whatever else you got going on especially like I even feel that in my you know at like 27 um so I think just like how to have the longevity of it all you know and like make it fun and enjoyable still after you know almost like 15 years or more doing the same thing I think that's that'll be a takeaway for sure yeah I don't think we'll know until uh you know we we do it until you know what we can take away from those other bands till we meet them, get to know them, and you know, see how they perform. And I I know on our last run in June, I was inspired by literally every drummer on the bill. 
as a drum and and the other guys in all the uh the bands too um yeah i think we yeah. came away from that really inspired yeah, so. which was nice because like you know you do some tours and it's just kind of like yeah that that was fun and that's like the extent of it but like a band like romancer who just played this fest today absolutely i just talked to them yeah um best dudes yeah they uh when we did or when we did the belmont bearings run and they were on it like every night it was a treat to watch them play and think like you know damn like adam is so good at singing i need to be a better singer like i you know and it like actually as cheesy as it is like actually inspires you to like be better at what you do you know it's it's a cool thing yeah 100 percent. actually it's very interesting when i was talking to romancer um they were talking about having the opportunity to watch certain bands and be inspired by them just as you were by romancer so it kind of comes full circle that's 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 pretty awesome um well thank you for taking some time here with um, with spinning thoughts, all the best to lock it on your record release and your upcoming um, tour. And just uh, just before we wrap, is there uh, anything else that you'd like to add? Buy the record and consume everything that we make. That's it. Yeah, nothing uh, else. All out debut record from Locket. It. it drops on the 25th of October. And like I said, if you're in the U.S or near Toronto, you can come see us. All the dates and tickets are at uh, com, And uh, we appreciate all the support everyone's given us on this uh, reboot here. So, yeah. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again, guys. Until next time, we will share music and spread love. Thanks. So that was Dan's conversation with Lockett, a band that I am a huge fan of. I was really looking forward to their new album, All Out, which is out right now via Fearless Records. I want to give a big thank you to Lockett for giving us the time and for being here on episode 188 of Spinning Thoughts. I also want to thank our friends in Calm Grove and Tiny Human for lending us some of their really awesome new music. Make sure you support all the bands we've talked about here on the show and just support people and music and friends and family and fucking puppies. You have to, the puppies, save the puppies. I am always grateful to have the opportunity to sit and talk with all of you, anybody who gives us the time and takes any music recommendation from us. We are eternally grateful. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. And we have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We'll be back again same time, same place. You better do something really fucking good. Until then, make sure you share music and spread love.
Still here and it's all out.